It's NCAA Division II football on TV10 as the Shepard University Rams return home to take on East Strasburg for Military Appreciation Day. There goes Ronnie Brown into the secondary. 30, 25, 20, still on his feet. Cuts it back at the 10, and he'll get into the end zone. Touchdown, Shepard. What a move by Ronnie Brown. Pulse with the cleanup block. Join us this Saturday, November 6th, for the matchup between the Rams and the Warriors. Kickoff is scheduled for noon with pregame coverage beginning at 1130. Right here on TV10 and WRNR TV on YouTube. Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome in to this Friday edition of the Sports Mix. It's a football Friday here on the Sports Mix. Show sponsored in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Spencer Pui, alongside Nick Verzellini and the sports doctor, Colin McLaughlin. Uh, big day today in high school football. Week 11, final week of the regular season. Uh, Colin gets the call tonight. Yeah, uh, you got the right one. There we go. Somebody, Can't hear somebody him now, moved, but you'll be able to hear him tonight. Somebody, <laughs> somebody moved the mics on me. It happens. Yeah, it's it all happens. right. But, uh, yeah, a big one tonight, the Jefferson County rivalry. Washington finally gets to host it after uh, three years because of uh, turf issues and then COVID, and last year it was at Jefferson. So, And this is Colin McLaughlin week on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10. Yeah, he's got Thursday, balls. Friday, or thir- Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, but not Saturday. Not it's still Saturday. Day. Can't take that from him. Yeah, you'll, you'll still be- hear from him at halftime. Though. That that's true. It's true. Uh, so as we do every Friday, or try to, we try to get a you know a little cut from each interview. Uh, obviously, Tuesday you went out. We went out. And you talked to Coach Craig Hunter for the Jefferson Cougars, and uh, obviously it's going to be it's a huge game this week for position, you know, not only because it's that Jefferson County rivalry, but it's a big week for them positioning-wise in the playoffs. Yeah, it is. And uh, before the show, I was kind of thinking, I don't know, but it'd be cool to see if uh, Washington wins tonight, maybe that these two teams meet again next week. It's possible, I feel like. I don't know. I'd have to do some numbers. Oh, find out Sunday, I believe, is when it is. But here is Coach Craig Hunter, a little snippet from what you'll hear tonight on the In the End Zone segment on the W. Harley Miller Systems pregame show. They've changed their defense up from last year this year to a 3-4. They're going to do some different blitzes. I think we have a good matchup with our receiving core against their defensive backs. We just got to make sure we block the blitzing. Um, so we're just going to – we wanted to try to get a little bit back to basics this week offensively and, um, like I said, get get the momentum swing going into the playoffs. So, obviously, it's going to be a tough game on tonight for uh, when it comes to them trying to figure out their new defense. Haven't seen them with this defense yet. Yeah, it will be uh, interesting. It's still a pretty high-powered offense there for Jefferson, though, so I I don't think uh, it should be too big of an issue for the Cougars, but it maybe just is another slow start like we saw last year for them. They still managed to get the 32-29 win, but I'm expecting a fun one on the opposite end uh, for Washington. Single-wing offense, no quarterback system really it's just going to be nothing but uh running backs just going in and out and see how jefferson can handle that and this will be the third time this season we've seen washington uh third time or fourth time third third, third. time yeah because we saw him week one nick and i had the game versus hedgesville and then we saw him versus martinsburg yep i think it's going to be important tonight for jefferson to get evan tool going especially since it's going to be cold you know the ball is going to be hard to throw and, uh, you know, if there's any wind or anything, that, that might challenge some of their deep passes down the field. So if they can get Evan Toole established and uh, get that running game going tonight against Washington and kind of ba- match their physicality, um, then they should be able to get this win. But obviously Washington's going to want to control the clock and keep the ball out of slinging Sammy Roberts' hands tonight. And, uh, you know, they're going to obviously be a very run-heavy team, and they're a tough team to defend because you never know who's going to take the snap, one, and then who's going to get the ball on any given play because it is, you know, a very unique offense that Washington runs tonight. 
Yeah, definitely. And here is a little bit of the interview that Matt Miller did yesterday with head coach of the Washington Patriots, Glenn Simpson. Jefferson has explosive players all across the field. They are a phenomenal team when it comes to making chunk plays. So we've got to do what we do. We've got to maintain the ball. We've got to control it. We've got to uh, keep possession of it. And we have got to tackle in open space. If we can do that, we can have a good game. Coach Simpson always loves stressing the same things. I love it. Yeah. I mean, you could, if you can't do them before, you got to get them. You got to run the point. ball hard and you got to control really, possession and I, tackle. You know, I would put that interview together yesterday. Very good interview. And there's a lot of insight into that of what that this could be the payoff game for them. And it's 100% accurate. I mean, yeah. you want to make sure that your destiny for the postseason stays within your hands. And by doing that, you have to win tonight. Yeah, definitely. And I would and presume, too, if they win tonight, since last year they made the playoffs at 5-5, five and five, that was their first playoff appearance at 5-5. At five and five. So if they're 6-4, and four, that would probably be their first winning record, I would think, unless they didn't make it at 6-4 and four in the past. But I'm just... I believe it's their first winning record underneath Simpson. I think okay, they've had one be, before. Yeah. And they didn't make the playoffs at 6-4. and four. I, I'm not too certain. I have I, to, I'll have to look have back to crunch and, and those see, numbers I'm, that. Just, I'm just yeah. wondering. Let's talk about some other big games going on in the EPAC. Obviously, the game that we're about to talk about, uh, it's number 16 versus number 15. Both 4-5 and five on the season as Morgantown travels up and down the road to Spring Mills to take on the number 16 Spring Mills Cardinals. A huge game for playoff implications. Uh, one team could be in, one team could be out. Obviously, I think you know this is a big game for Spring Mills and Morgantown. Like you said, you know playoffs are on the line. But in particular, I think for Spring Mills as a young team, uh, Coach Sims in his second year, obviously last year he didn't really – get to get a feel for his team with all the COVID and all that. So, you know, he's starting to figure his team out a little bit. And it's kind of different styles. Morgantown, very much like Washington and Hedgesville, kind of physical football teams that want to run the football. Spring Mills, a pretty balanced offense. So, you know, for them, if they're able to get in tonight and get that win, it's huge for experience for this team. Uh, you know, even if they don't advance very far in the playoffs, um, you know, they're a young program. And obviously in the second year of Coach Sims, uh, you know, a guy that has playoff success in his past at Class A, winning a state championship. Um, you know, he's starting to build that team up. So it, it's a very big game for them, I think, as a program uh, to get into the playoffs and get that playoff experience for next year and for the future as potentially being, you know, a team to look out for down the road. That's what I was going to go into is the youth of the Spring Mills Cardinals right now and still having a very impressive season for them. I mean, when we saw them play against uh, Martinsburg, had no idea who the quarterback was going to be, and it turned out to be, I believe, a uh, freshman that had to go up against the number one team in the state at the time in Martinsburg, and they still had a pretty good offense going there, had a lot of big plays against the Bulldogs, so might possibly see some more big plays and the confidence grow in that Cardinal side for the future win or lose tonight against Morgantown. Yeah, and obviously when you look at a team that is – you know, so young. Coach Sims has told us this from way back in August that it was a very young team. It was going to be a learning year. I mean, the fact that they could finish the season tonight at five and five and potentially make the playoffs, and probably make the playoffs if they finish at five and five. I'd call that a solid win year. When you have such a young team trying to learn things, you know, you had some injuries and everything. The fact that you can make the playoffs, be five and five, and continue to grow as a team into next year i i'd call that a win on that front i mean last year they they finished the season you know through eight games they had, they were five and three um you know they they lost to Cabell midland via forfeit in in the playoffs uh but obviously if you can you know that's that would is that a five and two record i guess yeah so they're five and two minus that forfeit loss last season so, I mean, when you're, you know, you lose a lot of people in high school, you know, the turnover on any kind of team in high school and even college athletics is, is so big. But I think the fact that they could be five and five tonight, make the playoffs with such a young team, getting all that experience, having most of that experience back next year could be huge. And they could, you know, they could be, they could maybe pull like what a Jefferson did this year. I agree. And uh, let's talk about another matchup. This matchup, though, is tomorrow at 
right now, as of right now, I do believe it is on. It's uh, number three or number three and six Hedgesville at number or at three and six Hampshire. The reason I say it is on as of right now is because last week Washington got the forefoot win over Hampshire because Hampshire had COVID issues. They pushed the game back a day to Saturday. I believe it is on as of this moment, but that'll be a big game for Hedgesville because you know both teams if they're able to play that game. And I know Coach Faircloth the win up. You know, Nick talked to him the other day. He really wants that game played because his team, he wants that experience for his team. Yeah, and, and they're a team that needs every game you can get. And to get 10 games in, um, you know, is very important for a program like Hedgesville that's trying to, you know, get back to where they once were. So, you know, obviously they're trying to get this game in. They gave uh, Hampshire an extra day to try to help that process and it seems like as of now that that is going to happen so that will be good for Hedgesville while the game doesn't matter in terms of playoffs most likely I mean I guess there's a very slim chance that Hedgesville could get in at four and six but um, you know it probably doesn't matter playoff wise it at least matters for the the future of the program which is what Hedgesville and really Hampshire's trying to establish as well because they're a three and six team as well yeah. this year yeah, and when you had all the COVID issues more last year and every team in the uh, Eastern Panhandle basically had its season end due to COVID, you obviously don't want that for your uh, seniors this year now having to end a season again because of COVID and not get to play. That's not how anybody wants to go out. So you want that experience. You want that uh, last game hurrah for your upperclassmen to hopefully go out with a win and some good memories. Yeah, definitely, and uh, that could be a good one tomorrow. I'll keep you updated tonight. I'll just reach out again today to make sure that game is still on. But the last contest in the EPAC tonight pits you know another two sets of three and six teams. Uh, Parkersburg travels down to Inwood to take on Musselman, and uh, I caught up yesterday with head coach of the Musselman Appleman, Brian Thompson. Here's the interview. We're now joined on the program by head coach of the Musselman Appleman, Brian Thomas coming off of that tough loss to a very good Bridgeport team what really yeah. happened in that game uh, for you guys um, you place you, you you play a good team that executes what they do and you don't execute what you do um, you know they're 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 undefeated you know they're top five in the state and you know for a reason they're not it's not just a you know they're they're, they're a really good football program um, you know they're really well coached they're really physical uh, they do a lot of things really well. Um, you know, unfortunately for us, you know, we, we've kind of had a theme this year where there's been many times that we haven't done things well. So, um, you know, we, 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 we didn't do, we didn't play our best. We didn't execute the way we should have executed and they did. And when that stuff happens, you, uh, you, you don't win, you don't win that game usually. And uh, obviously, it's been a disappointing season for you guys. But offensively, compared to the other teams, you know that are in the uh, latter part of the rankings overall, you guys have put up a bunch of points this year: two hundred and fifty-four points, to, and you're giving up three eighteen. Obviously, the injuries that you had this season kind of impacted where you guys wanted to go this year. But ha- have you kind of, uh, you know, said obviously this happened, but we want to finish the season on a good foot with a win this week? Yeah, um, for sure. You know, we we uh, you know we preach that to our kids. We preach that hey, let, let let's come in and have a good week. You know, we're 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 you know we're we're probably not going to make the playoffs. I think there's a very very slim chance. But uh, you know, we we just kind of focused on hey, let's let's try to get better this week. Um, you know, I, I I relayed the message to the kids that no matter how old you are and what profession you're in, you should always grow. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a football coach. It doesn't matter if you're a teacher. It doesn't matter, you know, really, really what your job is. You know, you should always continue to get better um, no matter what age you are. So I told the kids that, you know, you know, I, I said, you know, I have to be better as a coach and I continue to try to get better daily. And I told them the same thing. You know, I said, you know, just because you're a senior, and this is probably your last week of football, doesn't mean you can, you know, you stop getting better. So, uh, you know, we focused on that a lot this week, just, you know, coming out and getting better. Uh, and we've had a really good week of practice. What are some things that you've seen on film from this Parkersburg team, kind of similar records to you guys, exact record at three and six, but what are some mm-hmm. things they can do to attack you? Yeah, they have one of the best athletes in the state. Um, you know, we, and we actually we're, we're, we're a little bit familiar with them because we played them uh, two years ago in the first round of the playoffs. Um, and then their their starting quarterback, you know, their best player that they have this year, 
uh, started on that team two years ago as a sophomore, and he was their best player then. So, um, you know, we, we're aware they have one of the best athletes in the state. They move him around a lot. Um, you know, they play him at quarterback some, they play him at running back, they play him at receiver. Uh, you really got to be aware. You know, he, he's one of, the, one of those kids. I, I really think he's probably one of the best five players in the state, really, in my, in my opinion. Um, and I, I've seen him up close, you know, like I said, two years ago. Uh, you know, now he's two years more mature and, and older um, and he's grown a lot. But I really believe he's one of, the, one of the few players in the state that every time he touches the ball, he could score. So, you know, we've we got, we got to contain that and stop that, um, you know, if we want to have any chance to win the game. What are some keys for you guys offensively to get a victory this week? You know, continue to execute. Um, you know, we, we, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, the execution side of things. And, and you know, we, we've, done, we've done some good things. Um, you know, at the same time, we've done some bad things. So, we, we, you know, we really have to play consistent. You know, we, we can't come out like last week against Bridgeport we came out and, and our first two possessions were both three and outs. And, you know, after that, we got on a roll and we played really well. But at the same time, you know, if you come out and just go three and out and three and out and give your opponent that many chances to have the ball, you know, next thing you know, you're down 14 or 21 points. So, you know, we, we, we have to start fast and we have to come out ready to go um, and kind of set a tone. And then once we do set that tone, um, you know, hopefully continue that, um, j- you know, just with the consistency. All right, Coach, best of luck this week and thanks for joining us. Our guest, head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, Brian Thomas. Now, obviously, Brian Thomas, head coach of the Muscleman Appleman, they play tonight against. Uh, a Parkersburg team, three and six on the year. Uh, obviously, one of the best uh, athletes in the state on that Parkersburg team. Yeah, Bryson Singer, uh, their starting quarterback, and like Coach said, he'll move around a lot, play a lot of different positions for them. Um, they have a pretty good running back as well. You know, they're a run first team, uh, but they can throw the football. Singer's not the most accurate of passers, but you know, he's a really good athlete. He's got an offer to Marshall, I know. Uh, that I don't think he'll play quarterback at the next level, but you know, he's a kid that can move around, play a lot of different positions, and, and does provide a challenge. Um, you know, I got to see him last year, and he just ran right at Huntington the whole game. Obviously, that was a young Huntington team, but uh, you know, the, the, it should be a pretty good game. I think you know some similar teams there. I think uh, you know it'll be a tight you know football game. Uh, hopefully, Musselman can get the win and kind of salvage their season a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And let's quickly take a look at some other matchups in AAA around the state. We'll start out with one that I know uh, if A.R. Emmert's watching, he's not too happy about this, but uh, in AA, technically AA, uh, that's how it's listed on the scoreboard from Metro News Bridgeport. The former AA team takes on number four in AA Lincoln. Uh, Bridgeport, obviously, number three in AAA, 9-0 on the season. Uh, Lincoln, number four in AA, 8-1 on the season. Could Maybe could be Bridgeport's lone loss this year. I don't think so, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I think Bridgeport has a – even though, yes, they've played a lot of AA schools, they're, they're still a perennial uh, powerhouse in AAA that uh, – it's going to be a pretty good team come playoff time. Yeah, and then uh, number one Huntington looks to finish the regular season undefeated, facing a three and six Riverside team. Uh, Cabell Midland at number four looks to finish nine and one, facing a three and six St. Albans team. University looks to finish number four. University looks to finish ten and zero, playing a three and six Oak Hill team. Uh, this one is going to be an interesting one for positioning wise when it comes to playoffs. Uh, number eleven Hurricane at six and three at number seven Spring Valley seven and two on the season. Uh, you figure Spring Valley, you know, has a lot of momentum right now after beating Martinsburg last week. Could finish the season eight and two or Hurricane, you know, six and three on the year. Not a bad record. Could come in and maybe upset them, and you know that that middle part of the playoff positioning could really be screwed up yeah hurricane was pretty solid last season from what i remember um you know so i don't i don't know much about them this year but they're coming off of a big win uh so they they could provide a challenge for spring valley ultimately though i think as long as spring valley doesn't overlook them they get that win uh i would be a little bit worried about huntington taking on riverside i don't give riverside a big chance but they did knock off south charleston who obviously isn't as good as we once thought they were but you know, it's a potential trap game because you are heading into the playoffs. You look at a team like Riverside and you're like, well, this will be an easy win. And then maybe you uh, come up short in that game. But I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, 
pick Riverside, but I would say it's a potential trap game. I still think Huntington takes care of business, but if they do overlook Riverside, you can't overlook them because obviously they've had some good wins this year, in particular the South Charleston one. Yeah, definitely. And uh, just following the list here as we're going to close it out, number eight, Greenbrier East, that looks to finish seven and three against Lincoln County. They're four and five on the year. Uh, GW at number nine, six and three, looks to finish seven and three as well, uh, facing a one and eight capital team. Number 10, Princeton at five and two, facing an on. You know, not in the playoffs. Parkersburg South team at four and five. That could be an interesting matchup. Uh, Princeton, you know, should get that win, but that could you know change some positioning as well if Parkersburg South makes the upset. Uh, the biggest game, I think, besides when it comes to playoff implications, besides you know positioning wise, uh, besides the Morgantown Spring Mills game, I think has got to be that number the, the Woodrow Wilson South Charleston game. You know, number sixteen Woodrow Wilson uh, tied with Spring Mills, so uh, could be. You know those between those two games, uh, they're four and five on the season. Number twelve, South Charleston. Obviously, South Charleston from where they started this year to where they are now, they've just you know it kind of seems like a downward spiral. Uh, that you know five and four and five versus five and four could be a huge matchup. Number thirteen, uh, John Marshall looks to finish seven and three, facing uh, you know, out of the playoffs three and four Wheeling Park team, um, and that's really all the the ranked teams that are within the top 16 this week so it'll definitely be an interesting week uh it'll be a hard week if you're a coach trying to you know do some of this math yeah well not for coach brian thomas he's a math teacher that's true coach but he doesn't have to do much math because they're probably not gonna make the playoffs unfortunately wow all right (laughs) shots fired (laughs) that wasn't meant to be like that but it, it came out that way all right well we've reached the first break the segment sponsored in part by hagerstown ford revolutionizing the car buying experience buy your next vehicle or online they'll deliver to you if you don't like it they'll take it back go to hagerstownford.com when we come back on the sports mix we'll talk college football shepherd wvu and marshall in action this week that's next on the sports mix This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Hi, Crescia Hornby here. Larry DeMarco, broker of Modern Realty Results, believes he has some of the best real estate agents in the Eastern Panhandle. Agents at Modern Realty Results have years of experience and knowledge of the local real estate market. Agents within the office work as a team to provide quality customer service. We strive to always ensure client satisfaction through handling every transaction with honesty and integrity, all while offering competitive rates. Modern Realty Results is veteran-owned and managed. Please call us at 262-4222, modernrealtyresults.com. It's the last week of the regular season for West Virginia high school football. 
Tool is in the backfield with Sammy Roberts. That gave it to Tool. He starts right up the middle for Bowski to the outside. Blockers on that outside. He's inside the 15, nearing the 10. Dives forward. Does he get the pylon? He does. Touchdown, Jefferson. We have EPEC action this Friday night, and the Jefferson County rivalry takes center stage as the 5-4 and four Washington Patriots host to the 8-1 and one Jefferson Cougars. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. with pregame at 6 p.m. Right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, Spencer Dupuy joined alongside Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin for this Football Friday edition of the Sports Mix. We'll continue that here as we'll talk a little Shepherd football. Nick will have that call tomorrow with Travis Smith. A 12 p.m. kick, 11:30 pregame show. Shepard eight and one on the season, five and one in the conference or in the Eastern Division of the conference, facing East Stroudsburg team tomorrow. Uh, that, despite their record, according to Coach McCook, they're you know they're a pretty good team despite their five and four record. Yeah, I mean they're you know up and down season so far, and you look at some of their scores again. You know the PSAC is a tough division to or tough conference to judge. Because a lot of teams will play close one week against a school that you consider pretty good, like maybe a Slippery Rock or a Shepherd or an IUP, and then like lose to somebody that's kind of middle of the pack, and you're like, how good is this team really? Like, so, like uh, their loss to East Stroudsburg's loss to Shippensburg last week, a one point twenty four twenty three loss. Yeah, and Shippensburg though has been up and down, and obviously. Uh, you know, Shepard, the blew out Shippensburg. So it, it's hard to judge these teams heading in just based off their schedule and based off of their record. But you look at some of the numbers, East Strasburg, not an electric offense, but their defense is pretty solid. Uh, they'll provide some challenges, I think, for the Rams' offensive line. But if Shepard doesn't you know, go into this game thinking they have an easy victory and execute like they did in that second half against a team like Bloomsburg – who is definitely worse than this East Strasburg team, but you know not uh, a great team either. But um, you know, if they just execute, I think they can get this win. But you can't overlook a team like East Strasburg, who's been up and down and has the potential to challenge you like Westchester did, or, or even you know potentially pull off an upset. Yeah, definitely. And here's a little bite from Coach McCook that that you uh, in your interview this week think that they're very efficient on offense. They have a big playability with the quarterback, the receiver, Bender. They're also very efficient in running the football. They're very sound in what they do things running the football. They do try to be balanced. And they got a quarterback who's a redshirt senior, is a big physical kid that he'll throw it around the park, but he can also pull it down and be a threat offensively running the football. I think their defense is really the heart and soul of their team. They have a great defense. They have a tremendous defensive line that plays with great energy and effort they have two linebackers that want to control the box it's going to be a really good football team in here on saturday we'll have to play a really good game in order to set ourselves up to find a way to win and a lot of that's kind of coach speak there but i mean you got to play a good game in order to win yeah and especially too i think with slippery rock on the horizon you know you can't go into this game and think that this will be an easy win and obviously coach mccook doesn't think that or at least that's what he's saying to us so you know we'll see i think though like i said i think shepherd probably gets this win but again we've seen times where the shepherd defense hasn't been the best so they're going to need a good you know performance from all three phases and uh you know their defense is going to have to play a good football where they struggled against Dooley too the quarterback for westchester he was kind of a dual threat so if East Strasburg is able to get their quarterback out on on the run, that could provide some problems for Shepard as well. But I think, again, uh, you know Shepard has the superior team in terms of a really good quarterback in Tyson Bajan. Um, you know they're starting to get a balanced offense going, and 
it, it just depends on how well their defense plays, I think, which has kind of been the story all season. Well, just one more thing on, on Shepard. So, obviously, we talked about this a few weeks back, that that last game is always an iffy game because it's either you're going to play that game or it's the PSAC championship. How is Slippery Rock looking in that West Division? Well, they need to win this week. So Against, I think they play Cal U. Yeah, they play Cal U. Who Both teams said. are the top of the West. Yeah. Slippery Rock has one loss. Cal U is undefeated. Whoever wins that game will go to the PSAC championship and take on Kutztown. So I wonder how that scheduling is going to work next week. I would then presume that the other team will play Shepard. I, I, I was about to say, yeah, because Cal U hasn't played Shepard. So. Yeah. Slippery Rock hasn't played Shepard. Yeah, but it should be a good one tomorrow. Military Appreciation Day in Shepherdstown at Rams Stadium. Uh, they're doing a little pregame ceremony at, uh, I think, 1145. Yeah. So if you're down there, catch that pregame ceremony. If not, if you're going to not be in the area or you just don't. We'll probably have some of it on TV yeah. as well. Uh, so WRNR TV on YouTube, 1130, or TV 10 in Jefferson and Berkeley counties tomorrow. What are you looking forward to? Just one little thing. What are you excited for tomorrow? Uh, just continue to see, I guess, how well Shepard's able to play and probably, you know, Bajit, see if he can continue to rack up some records at home. They haven't played as well at home as they have on the road. So, you know, I think to really see a good performance at home would be nice for the Rams. Yeah, the right. only time that we've really seen a big game at home was that Chippensburg one. Yeah. Every other game's been a good game, but not, uh, you know, a great performance from the Rams necessarily. According to Jim Klein, there will be a C-17 flyover tomorrow. Just got that text. All this right. segment Get to fly in that on Tuesday. This segment sponsored by SunsetWater.com, proudly installing water softeners in Berkeley and Jefferson counties, or in Martinsburg and Jefferson County since... 1989. They also installed one here at WRNR TV 10. We'll be back and we'll talk more college football next on the Sports Mix. Put up with your water long enough. It's time for Sunset Water Services, your local water solution since 1989, to fix your water problems. Get better tasting, better smelling, and better looking water today. Say hello to drinking your own delicious water for pennies per gallon. Say yes to healthier skin and hair and to softer and brighter clothes. Sunset Water Services delivers your bags of salt to you, so they'll save your back too. And our products come with a one-year satisfaction guarantee. Call 304-754-9031 for a free water quality test today. Sunsetwater.com. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute offers world-class heart care close to home. Our board-certified physicians are performing groundbreaking procedures using cutting-edge techniques, and that's why we're expanding our services to every corner of our region so you don't have to travel far to receive the great specialty care you deserve close to home. We're now accepting new patients at all four convenient locations in Martinsburg, Hagerstown, Shepherdstown, and Winchester. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, world-class heart care close to home. Home helpers of the Eastern Panhandle making life easier for you, your family, and especially your loved ones that need their care. They are locally owned and searching for smiling faces to hire so that your loved one can stay in their home where they are the happiest. Call 304-433-8000 or visit homehelpershomecare.com slash panhandle. Or you can visit them at 3192 Winchester Avenue right here in Martinsburg. Each office is independently owned and operated. This is your home for Steelers football. Touchdown! Juju Smith-Schuster right to left across the back of the end zone. All season long, Bill Hillgrove, Craig Wolfley, and Missy Matthews bring you pregame interviews, the game itself, plus the Mike Tomlin press conference. Yeah! No one covers the team on game day like the Pittsburgh Steelers radio network. How about that play? Right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM and AM 740. It's NCAA Division II football on TV10 as the Shepard University Rams return home to take on East Strasburg. There goes Ronnie Brown into the secondary. 30, 25, 20, still on his feet. Cuts it back at the 10, and he'll get into the end zone. Touchdown, Shepard. What a move by Ronnie Brown. Pulse with the cleanup block. Join us this Saturday, November 6th, for the matchup between the Rams and the Warriors. Kickoff is scheduled for noon with pregame coverage beginning at 1130. Right here on TV10 and WRNR-TV on YouTube. 
Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. We'll continue college football talk here. The segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. ParsonsFord.com. And talk a little West Virginia football action. They upset Iowa State last week that was at 22. Uh, that was a 38-31 victory for the Mountaineers. And now they're facing another ranked team. And that Oklahoma State sitting at number 11 could be another upset alert if you're West Virginia trying to make a late push this season. Uh, currently sitting at 4-4 four and four on the year versus a 7-1 and one Oklahoma State team. Uh, we'll have the broadcast on the radio side tomorrow at 12 p.m. airtime, 3.30 kick. Uh, should be a good matchup, and it's at home for West Virginia. Uh, as I mentioned, could be a, an upset after you know what they put together last week, and you know they're you know it's a two-game win streak right now, trying to push it to three as the season goes along. Yeah, it's a tough opponent there in Oklahoma State. They're eleventh in the nation, seven and one right now, and they have a uh, three straight wins against ranked teams out of the. Uh, Big 12, but West Virginia seems like uh, is trending upwards possibly so far this year, but Oklahoma State has a good defense. Their offense isn't as high-powered as what you typically see in the Big 12, but the defense is only allowed 18 points per game, so it'll be interesting to see how West Virginia can uh, fare against the Cowboys and hopefully get a win at home to improve the 5-4. and four. I'm hoping that uh, Deggy has a big game. He been inconsistent for the most part still kind of skeptical about him and i want him to start making me a believer again and trusting the climb he had a great good good overall game last week 30 of 46 370 yards three touchdowns but had the two picks uh but it just seems like getting a little bit better as the season goes along for him yeah i mean that's what i was thinking too and then uh letty brown on that running attack for West Virginia, have to get him going averaging five yards a carry last week. Open up the uh, passing attack for Deggie, and maybe we'll see some more Garrett Green if possible. I think this is a very winnable game for the Mountaineers. Not that I'm saying Oklahoma State's like terrible, but you look at their scores, and like you said, their offense isn't that much better than West Virginia's really, and their defense is kind of on the same level. You know, they had a seven-point win over Missouri State. They beat Tulsa by five. They beat Boise State by one. They lost to Iowa State, who obviously lost to WVU. So this is a winnable game for the Mountaineers. They just got to, you know, really limit their turnovers and, and play how they did last week, which I think is their best performance of the season uh, in that 38-31 win. And, you know, just execute. I think they have a good chance to win this game or at least keep it close, and that's why you don't see a huge line on it. I think it's only a three-and-a-half-point spread. Yep. Uh, so maybe Oklahoma State's overrated. Cowboys. I don't know. Is that what you guys are thinking? I think they're slightly overrated. But, again, I think most teams in the Big 12 are overrated. Fair enough. <laughs> so, I mean, Oklahoma's number, what, eight or something like that? Uh, so Somewhere up there. And the committee's not looking at their strength of schedule or their results. Uh, I want to really get into the committee team. talk next week when we have a little bit of time. Um interesting stuff going on you know it's every year it just the college football playoff committee is totally different than what the ap top 25 is uh, but we'll get into that next week now let's transition to marshall as they're the other team in fbs in the state that has action tomorrow they're at florida atlantic tomorrow night at 6 p.m that game's on cbs sports facebook uh marshall versus florida atlantic five and three for marshall five and three for fau uh that's a huge game in the east division both teams along with western kentucky tied atop the east division uh, at three and one and this could really separate one team from another and then western kentucky now in the future for marshall and i believe fau will play western kentucky coming up as well yeah i mean they'll play obviously they're in the east so 
they'll play uh, not this next week, but the week, the week after. after November twentieth. Yeah, um, and then they then Western Kentucky plays Marshall, the final game of the year. Yeah, so. but FAU, uh, you know, one thing for them that's been kind of an issue is quarterback play over the past few years, and they've uh, found a quarterback this year, Perry. Their starter, 15 touchdowns, just four picks, 1,800 yards passing. So he's been pretty good. Um, they don't have a great rushing attack, but, you know, they're solid on the ground. They use a lot of different running backs. So, uh, you know, this is a real game for me that will kind of tell us how Marshall season's going to go. If they win this game, they have a good chance to win the East still. Uh, obviously, if they lose, then they're probably going to be uh you know need some help so as usual it's a big game between marshall and fau in boca i think this is a pretty good owls team but uh the herd have played better the last few weeks than what we saw kind of in that middle stretch of the season where they were just you know blowing leads after you know almost every fourth quarter so it seems like coach huff's starting to get kind of a good read on his football team and uh you know it should be a competitive game tomorrow yeah, definitely, and uh, we'll continue to talk a little conference realignment. Apparently, yesterday, Conference USA uh, has extended invites to four teams after losing. How many teams are they losing, Nick? Eight teams? Yes. Yeah, six to the uh, American, and then Marshall and Old Dominion. And so, Southern Miss. And Southern Miss and nine Sun times, Mount. I guess. And then uh, projecting Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee to the MAC. Uh, that's supposed to happen next week. So losing pretty much the whole conference. FCS. <laughs> FBS Independence Liberty and New Mexico State plus FCS teams Sam Houston and Sam Houston State I believe is what they're called officially and Jacksonville State were all extended invitations on Wednesday Sam Houston State that is where the former WVU coach is at right who no just Houston oh Houston Houston. I think who's at Sam Houston State who's their coach I I feel like I don't know It's not be I guess we'll let you look, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, don't know who it is. Thought thought it was somebody else. My fault. Yeah, um, you're thinking of Houston. Yes. Thinking of Houston. Houston. Yeah, just, but Houston. Another team within conference realignment, obviously. Uh, Marshall official to the Sun Belt this week. The other team they're waiting for is James Madison. James Madison has done all it needs on their side. They're just waiting for a vote from, I believe, the state of Virginia since they're a state school. Uh, but came out yesterday or the day before later late in the evening i think on wednesday the colonial athletic conference which currently is the conference james madison is a part of uh they are banning departing jmu from any championships until they leave i think that is crazy because yeah you're losing a team but the team is going to the next level i don't understand why they're they're punishing the athletes these athletes you know last year was even hard enough for them where they didn't have a lot of championships where teams were just automatically set things because they didn't do conference championships but the fact that the CAA has banned them from playing in league championships that's just that's just crazy to me because you're losing um anything you know at, at all possible just to because you are moving up to the next level. You're moving up to a bigger and better things because your university has grown, your athletics have grown. You have one of the most successful FCS football programs, and they're banning them because of that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a good look for the Colonial uh, to ban them from championships. Um, you know, it, it seems very salty. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you're leaving, so we're going to not let you qualify for anything, essentially, which... It isn't a good look, I don't think, for a conference. I think, you know, they should be happy that a team like JMU has built a, a good enough program that now they can move on. And obviously, you know, they want to keep them because they are one of the bigger programs and they are probably one of the bigger uh, teams that bring in money and stuff like that. But also, you got to realize that they're trying to, you know, make their school better and make their program better by moving to the next level. So. I don't, I don't like that move. I, and I think a lot of people seasons, have pushed back about it. There's still a whole other academic year before any team would join another conference. Uh, this from the article on Richmond Times-Dispatch. Automatic bids would be unavailable for the Dukes. Automatic bids via winning the conference championships. But the decision would not block teams from receiving at-large bids from the NCAA tournament. This does not apply to the CAA leading football team for the Dukes, which remain eligible for an automatic bid from the conference because of separate bylaws in the FCS. 
So they can still make the playoffs is what you're in saying. Football, in football, yes. Football. And anything else, they would have to be at like the top and be selected. And, of course, for men's basketball, women's basketball, you know, the Colonial is a Division One program. Yeah. Or, so, or Division One conference. So yeah. they, they're not going to get an automatic bid. They'd have to win their conference tournament to get in. But they can't. Yeah, which doesn't Doesn't, even really make sense. No, I think I think where they could receive automatic bids without winning their conference championship would be like uh, maybe baseball and softball. They have very strong programs, but they're not going to get a bid in the basketball tournaments. No, no way, not at all. But I just think unless they're amazing, be petty back and uh, just remove the logo off your jerseys. (laughs) Completely just say, all right, you want us gone? We'll be gone like that. I just think that's crazy. Uh, we've reached our final break. Segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store. Not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding and outdoor living. Family owned and operated. Located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We'll wrap things up. Shocking NFL release today. Uh, well, not necessarily shocking, but a big NFL release today. We'll talk about that as we wrap up the sports mix next. Over there talking to mine. This is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces. Not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Conveniently located right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway, Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! everywhere. I'm in your bangs, and you can't stop staring at me. That's it. Just tilt the rearview mirror over here. And while you're checking me out more times in a library book, your car is wandering into that lane over there. More bangs? <laughs> Neat. And if you've got cut rate insurance, you could be paying for this yourself. So get Allstate. Call Martinsburg Allstate agent Gary Kelly today at 304-263-4596. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Where's well, those boys got the counter? I get 55 to the gallon. They listen to that new school, never heard of Georgia Allen. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix. Brought to you in part by the Mary's Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue. Uh, We'd be remiss to not mention Musselman winning the AAA Region 2 Section 1 volleyball championship last night at Musselman. Phil McCoy's daughter, Ada McCoy, is her name right? Uh, the Mangler, nicknamed. Yep, the Mangler. Uh, Musselman obviously winning in, they won in four sets last night, three to one. Hedgesville, that was a rematch from last Tuesday in the regular season, really the conference championship for the regular season. Uh, they'll go on along with Hedgesville tomorrow to the AA or AAA Region 2 tournament held at Hedgesville High School. It'll be, was it Washington and Hampshire? Yep. Uh, do you know who won? I do not, but let me look. Uh, that will be a good one tomorrow. Unfortunately, we will be unable to cover it and the rest of the 
season for volleyball due to uh, the rights for media at the state championships. Uh, but Musselman doing great things as always. And maybe we'll be able to catch up with uh, head coach Martz next week. Looks like Hampshire won. So Hampshire is the top seeded from the Section 2 and Musselman top seeded from Section 1. Wow. Hampshire was down two sets to one, came back to win three sets to two. Wow. So that means that Hampshire will play Hedgesville and Washington will play Musselman. There you go. Washington plays Musselman. And then those two winners, even though they both advance to states, will still play each other for the regional championship. Yep. That is tomorrow at Hedgesville High School. So there's a good chance then that Hedgesville will play Musselman again for another championship. It's possible, yeah. And that they could both make it to the state championship. Within a few days. Yep. That's crazy. It's kind of dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But uh, maybe What's we'll the difference hear... between the regional and the sectional? Why do they just make know. it all one tournament? I, I don't know, Nick. I'm not, I'm not the WVSSAC. Just saying. There are questions on a lot of things. Uh, but just wanted to talk about that before we forgot because uh, big thing going on last night. Colin got the call. Ended his season in volleyball uh, with Jim last night. But shout out to Musselman and Hedgesville and Washington in the EPAC for making the region championships tomorrow at Hedgesville High School. We'll talk a little bit more about that hopefully next week. And uh, shocking news out of the NFL. Cleveland Browns are finalizing a process of releasing wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. I would say prior to this week it was kind of shocking, but after what Odell's dad had posted, not really shocking. It's on Odell's birthday too. Yeah. Happy birthday. You get to leave the Browns. (laughs) Sounds like a good birthday present (laughs) to me. (laughs) Yeah, uh, but that's some big news coming out. Uh, Unless he gets Cleveland. picked up by like the Jaguars or something. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be worse. Uh, they'll just look at last night's game. The Colts beat the Jets 45-30. to uh, Jets try to make a comeback with Josh Johnson at a quarterback as Mike White was injured. And Why aren't they good at Flacco? I don't know. I guess Flacco doesn't know the offense Is yet. he not ready? He might not be ready. He probably doesn't. He probably wasn't active. But he was on I the guess team not. last year. Uh, Different but, coach. Yeah. Washington yeah. football team on a bye this week. Maybe they can win their bye. They can't lose. Well, they could. I mean, Somebody could get could hurt or something. Somebody I mean, could get arrested. Yeah, Montez Sweat's already yeah, Montez hurt Sweat's now hurt. with a broken jaw. Uh, they're going to lose because they're not going to get a kicker. Okay, Colin, you can go on and on about But yeah. Steelers are playing Monday Night Football. We'll have that game. Uh, but the Ravens, they play the Vikings on Sunday. Nick's going to be at that game. What are you looking forward to? Uh, Ravens beat the Vikings so far. <laughs> what? That's what he's looking forward, to. Looking forward I mean, to. Yeah, it's a win. Pretty obvious there. All right. Well, that does it for today's show. Thanks to Brian Thomas for coming on. For Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzlini. I'm Spencer Police saying so long. Tune in tonight, 6 p.m. as Jefferson faces Washington. That's on TV 10 and WRNR TV on YouTube, as well as the radio side of things. Tomorrow, Nick and Travis will have Shepard as they play East Stroudsburg. That's a 11:30 pregame and a 12 noon kickoff.